0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Blob Talk Radio. we ain't
0: nothing but some true G's. We ain't nothing but some
1: cheese, yeah. Cheese yeah. on the podcast. So seven, three,
0: Outsiders Boxing Podcast Coming to you live on this Sunday The 25th of November Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving weekend Feels like it's been a A long Last few days Oh, you know, for me especially Some of us out there who had a four day weekend Just didn't really know What to do with all this time off to myself Had a good time Seeing the family Getting in the decent amount of uh grubbing going on. Didn't really eat too much too much, getting stuff like that. Um got so one to go um one to go play. If anything. Um but it was really good. Good time Friendsgiving. um Wednesday night. Blackout Wednesday as they call it. Didn't do any Black Friday shopping. I didn't have any mess. I didn't have any shoulder pads in my my closet to, you know, especially get a helmet on, strap up, and get in there. All that madness of what people are just basically buying stuff that is priced at something that it should be priced on naturally, but they want to call it 50 percent off and have everybody fooled. Not me. The sure show ain't fooling me. But Wednesday, then leading up Thursday, then having that Black Friday and Friday, and uh, the last two days just been um, really uh, figuring what to do with all that time. Good thing there's sports. Good thing we have boxing. And uh, I'd say it's been a really, really good last few days. But I think I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get my ass back to work. This whole schedule's got me really thrown off a lot um, <clears throat> for whatever reason. But been a really fun past few days, and I think I'm gonna to need today to just take that unwinding day for myself. But nonetheless, I hope you guys all had a good one. Few um, football games on Thursday, all day uh, for people's enjoyment.
1: Fantasy football
0: going real smooth for me. Uh, got a ten and two record moving in right now, and it just wouldn't be possible without that Bears defense and the acquisition of James Conner when nobody else was talking about him. So, getting ready to finish off this one today. Got Devontae Adams, A.B., James Conner, uh, I think uh, Deion Lewis, and um, I think those are my guys right now that I got left to play. Oh, and uh, some guy named Tom Brady. Had Matt Ryan on the bench, but didn't really trust him on a short week. Uh but you know, a whole lot a whole lot of going on. And before we get to boxing, I want to take it to my man Willa and see what's going on in the southern portion of the state. Willa, you know, sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes uh, I'll shoot you with a with a, a message or something like that. <clears throat> and uh, for the Thanksgiving uh, theme that was going on. I want you to know that I probably sent maybe mm, 11 messages like that, and you were in the mix, so I consider you my real tag team partner and real homie. Let's take it to my man, C. Willa Wilson, my buddy, my tag team partner I hold this gold with in the podcast as well for quite some time now. Willow, what's going on, man? It's uh, good to be here at the Outside of the Boxing Podcast again, man.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, appreciate all the love. Hey, hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Mom was good, you know, full of family, friends, football, you know, and Mary Jane. So, had a good good little week. Uh really. Oh uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's about it. Nothing too nothing too fancy. Nothing nothing going on too much. Uh just got to a lot of uh, watch a lot of sports, a lot of like you said, football, uh basketball, basketball I got to watch a lot of uh, – I actually watched a little college basketball, watched some kind of uh, tournament in uh, Las Vegas, some kind of Las Vegas tournament. I think that was on Friday when nothing else was on. Watched some uh, weak-ass college games. Uh, I don't know, did Miami win or lose? I don't know. I, the game was – they were winning when I when I finished watching it. What, what, what did that end up being? Um,
0: if you're talking about the basketball program, they beat Fresno State because Fresno's oh, okay. not a state well, and the football. That. We beat the shit out. We beat the shit out yesterday too.
1: smelled like okay, back. so did, it did. Yeah, yeah, football. Yeah, yeah. I saw them play. I uh, saw the football on Saturday. So, yeah, man. Um, pretty good week. Um I guess it was uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of boxing talk going on. Not too much boxing going on this weekend, but I guess there was a couple of good fights. Uh, so we made to talk about it. Yeah, talk about some other some MMA stuff. So yeah, man uh good weekend of uh good weekend we've got a big 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 weekend next week so uh yeah, let's talk about it, man. Let's get into it
0: yeah yeah definitely man um let's let's uh cover the fight yesterday because I mean, you know where I was yesterday watched when it came time for the fight, so I barely started covering it um when I got up early this morning, I was checking out everything in the nuances Of the fight taking notes and all that good stuff. Because I know I didn't watch it yesterday. No, we don't know where you were. Where were you? Oh, well, <clears throat> if anyone would like to know the uh the I mean, you said we knew where you were. Warriors, Kings, King. Well, you know. Okay, yeah, that's right. that's right. That's right. You were watching that. Up. Yeah, that's right. I you were game. watching that. And, uh,
1: they won, huh? Did they win by, like, one point or something like that? Yeah,
0: they won or by, they one by one point. did uh, they lose by one point? We lost by one point. The Warriors got away with one at the end. So the battle of the super teams lived up to the hype. We had the Rams play uh, uh, the Chiefs on Monday night, and then on Saturday you got the Sacramento Kings and the Golden State Warriors, the two super teams in basketball, and it lived up to the hype at one point. But, oh, yeah, you know. that one. Ready. <laughs> Can't believe I let you string me in on that one, Willa. It's not going to happen again. But Super <laughs> Team Battle did live up to the expected. But you know, we did lose, but uh thanks to my good buddy Eric Maldonado, who's supposedly a Warriors fan, uh, through thick and thin, uh, gave me five points in our matchup, so I swindled him into that. So got away with a little bit of a little bit of coin to go with the L but good performance by the young king. It's all good. Uh, no, we t- we take some uh we're taking some notice out here. I think you guys had a, a tough one against the Cavaliers, huh? LeBron still there? Yeah, I
1: think. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I don't know. We we had a little run. We're trying to figure it out. I think we had a couple of games. Yeah, we lost to the Detroit and and then backdoor the Cavaliers. So we're back to
0: back L's. Well, yeah, maybe our maybe had a little too much Thanksgiving turkey or something like that. I don't know, or maybe just
1: yeah. But we're still trying to get the hell out as, of the league. as as bad as we were. Uh, you showed me the standings. As bad as the Rockets started the season off at, and as hot as you guys were. To only be uh, what are y'all one game, one, yep, game, uh, one game ahead, ahead of, of us, so yeah, yeah. We, playoff, we, I wanted if to make the playoffs
0: started today. You guys are out. We're in.
1: Right, right, right. That's what they started today. But I wanted to make a bet that if the playoffs started at the uh, at the halfway mark, that your your guys wouldn't be in the playoffs race. But I don't think you were. You were willing to make that for some reason. Oh, I
0: forgot about that bet. Yeah, we can we can make that bet because. Um, You know, it's all up from here. All systems go. And I've been trying to tell everybody about this this thing that's coming up with this team, man. I mean, the Warriors, I was listening to the Warriors commentators. They were dumbfounded by all this talent. Super team. But, anyways, let's move along because we'll we'll, we'll talk about that bet. I got that one covered for sure. That's that's easy money. Um, But, you know, uh, yesterday when this fight had happened, I wasn't too hyped about it. Otherwise, I would have been watching it on my phone along with watching the game. But uh, nonetheless, man, Dimitri um, <clears throat> I like this kid a lot, man. I really do. It's, um, well, I'll talk about the fight before I start getting into that. So, uh, a fight at John Pascal. Um, John Pascal, you know, he's coming to that point in time where he's the a slightly better Robert Guerrero type version of a fighter. Because, I mean, the guy's soul's been taken from him. Um, on multiple occasions, uh, you know. What the things that Sergey Kovalev did to this guy and for him to, you know, still be getting in there with young bulls like Dimitri Bibble, will guess to give credit to him, but just see too many, you know, red flags and it's time to time to cut this out pretty soon here, Pascal. I hope you got his coin right. Um uh, because there's just no feel story for me as far as him overcoming the odds becoming a world champion. Um lest maybe he can find somebody. Hey, B- Bibble's been talking about, or we talked about yesterday about, you know, possibly moving down if he can't get somebody, but whatever. Seen a really good performance by Dimitri Bibble. <clears throat> Very fundamentally sound, throwing some, uh, you know, some crisp combinations for a guy inside. Uh, the one thing I question about Bibble is, uh, I thought that he was this, you know, guy that punches twice as hard as Sergey Kovalev. Um it looked like that early in his career, earlier in his career, not early, because he's still a very young career. But it um, seemed like he really did have some of that knockout power coming forward. Um, it was all up, it was all up until the point before uh, his fight with Sullivan Barrera sometime I think last December, something like that, or March. So I can't, I can't really remember, but um, where the whole, you know. Dirty Laundry got thrown out on Twitter about uh, him ghosting negotiations once they brought up a lot of testing and things like that. So speculation of maybe cleaning out his system before he was asked to ask back the call and make a fight, which the fight eventually did happen. he stopped him in the 12th round. But you didn't really see some of that knockout coming through guys, guards, um, you know, just monstrous jab. Especially with a guy like Pascal, from what Sergey Kovalev did to him, Demetri Bivol should have timed two of that from him because you know not 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 discrediting uh, Sergey Kovalev, but you know it doesn't seem like he had some of that some of that up to him like uh, like Bimble was showing him, he had came pretty early in his career, But I, I just really didn't expect it to go to the cards yesterday. Um if, if, if I had a prediction that was uh, known for the public out there, I definitely would have thought that this fight uh was supposed to be stopped inside eight rounds. Um but going through the cars complete washing, uh Dimitri Dibble. I don't know if you've seen Willa but in the fifth round, uh, you know, the guy Pascal covering up the entire fight seemed like in any way seemed like he was covering up For ninety percent of the fight which led to very little action. But uh Somewhere in the fifth round, Pascal tried to lean forward and throw two hooks at the same time. One of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Like if he was uh, thinking about clinching, but in the in the middle of that decision, decided, you "No, know I'm gonna go for a punch with both these hands and see what happens." One of the other yeah, no, players. no, he actually did that two times. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah so yeah, no, that was that was something that he Who was no he punches? was doing. I don't know, he did the overhand, so it looked like he was trying to headbutt him almost, and then he would hit him with the – he would try to hit him with both hands, and then he'd do the old uh, – yeah, then he'd try to hit him with the upper yeah, head or something like that. So, yeah, it was sort of weird. <laughs> yeah, man, I was thinking the
0: head would be the first thing to come before those two, those two ridiculous shots he was trying to land. But um, I would um, i would give the ball uh, a B. His performance. I expect more from this kid. Um, I just really hope that this is the, uh, and maybe stylistically, as the said, he recovering covering up for most part of the fight. Even in the fourth round, I believe it like 27 seconds or something like that. It looked like he slid in a nice right hook that is more Pascal, what they call a slip. I just expect to see something like that if you're going to go to the cards when it comes to a complete washing. Um, Pascal, maybe felt some of that early, decided to cover up and make for a left entertaining fight the rest of the way. But, um, you know, Bibble talking about possibly moving down if he can't get the right fight, and uh, he's been training for your boy, Willa, uh, Babu Jack. So uh, after his performance yesterday, Willa, um, what would you grade Dimitri Bibble, and uh, what are your thoughts about who's next in the foreseeable future, maybe Babu Jack or maybe a loser down? Um uh I saw the fight yesterday. Um pretty good
1: watching. It looked like DeVol was going to knock um, uh knock my man out, uh Pascal out pretty early. And then he did, and then all of a sudden he sort of like slowed down a little bit. But uh he looked real good. I, I think it what it was. I don't know what the scores were cuz once it went off, once it was over, I just turned it off. I knew that I had him winning pretty much every round. Um, it was a good washing. He couldn't knock him out, but he did have it where it looked like Pascal was going, to, was, was thinking about quitting. He had him thinking about quitting in there. He had to get that pep talk, there. you know, I need to see something in there talk. Um, so it was, uh, you know, I give him a A out there. Um, like, I, w- I wish he would have got the knockout, but I think the, uh, the what they said, it was the only uh, the only person to knock Pascal out. Pascal has been knocked out uh, one time, right, or not. Let me see. I think he's only been knocked out yeah, and, you know, uh, uh, twice. So he's and, been uh, knocked just, out twice by Kobolet.
0: Uh, just real quick for you, well the scorecards on that were two uh, two uh, judges scored at 119 and 109, and the final one was 117, 111. Complete Washington.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, so the only person to watch out uh, to uh, knock out uh uh Pascal was Kovalev and um so, you know, this guy he it looks like he's really good. He just doesn't have that complete pop, that super pop cuz like he, at the beginning of the fight it looked like he had it. Sound they were hitting heavy, but right around like the 5th or 6th, it looks like they just weren't the same anymore. Um he could go to the body a little more, I think. But overall he's a he's a very, very good fighter. Um I think he's very I think he's really good. So we'll see what he's got up next, you know. Can he beat Badu Jack? I think him against Jack would be a good fight. Uh Stevenson is fighting uh somebody, uh up and coming guy. Uh you got uh what's my name man's name? Eddie uh Alvarez is out there, L D Air, No, that's No, that's
0: that's your man's name?
1: No, 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 it ain't my guy. I just, he's just, he's, I think he, uh, then he just beat up, yeah, he's my guy because he beat up, uh, Kovalev. That's why I think, that's why yeah, he's my guy. I figured so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think he was going to win, and he gave him that, that good work. Uh, so, um, yeah, I think he's got a lot of fights. Uh, a lot of, is the division, they were talking about it last night. The division is, uh, you know, it's got a lot of people in there. Uh, they also got better B out there somewhere. Uh, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of – I guess there's, there's a lot of foreign fighters ready to fight in this division, uh, and he's one of the better ones in the division, I think, so we'll see how it goes. I'm interested in watching him fight. It was a good fight last night, definitely. Um, he showed his skill, and he showed that he's a very, very technical fighter, but not too, too technical. He's got different tricks up, it, up his sleeve, and he can do a lot of things, so – a pretty good fight, man. I mean, is not that, a pretty good uh, fight,
0: pretty good performance. Oh, yeah, 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 performance. Of course, one-sided, yeah. yeah. Uh, is there uh, any room for the set of speculation that I put out there about maybe him not being as strong as we've seen before? Did you have any... Because you were watching the fight live. I, was, I, I watched it with knowing what was going to happen, but um, during the, the any moments of the fight when Bibbo was landing some of those shots, did you think that they were going to have more of a damaging effect on Pascal than it actually did? Ended up.
1: Yeah, no, I thought at first it looked like he was giving him. I think he just sort of ran out of steam a little bit because at first he was hitting him with some shots and it looked like he was sort of hurting Pascal. He would jump, he would bounce back, but it, um, you know, it didn't look like he had like chaos. KO- not one hit hit or quitter like he used to have, but I mean, I say used to have I've only saw him fight a couple of times, you know what I'm saying, so we'll see how it goes, uh, yeah, but he was
0: knocking guys off to the guard, and everyone was talking about this time. well, that's how power was. of Kovalev, eleven you know, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, but that's how it was on
1: uh, I mean that's how it looked early, early in the fight, it looked like he was like he was blocking it, but he was still getting through and but But um, Pascal just sort of weathered the storm, sort of. He could take it, you know. He's just not pushing as hard as Kovalev as we've seen. So, I don't know, you know. I don't know if it was the – he looked strong. It looked like he just died out to me. And it looked like he was – like they were coming. His first – those first couple of rounds, he was throwing some hard-ass shots. That's why I thought he was going to get him out of there. I thought he was gone in like that fourth round, and then I was like, "All right, then he just sort of he sort of slowed down, and yeah, that was it."
0: Well, shit, I don't yeah. think I don't think well, it was the
1: roy's. I mean, but it could be.
0: Yeah, I hope not. Uh, I hope not. I hope it's just a better level of competition because you know maybe it's just a stylistic matchup that he couldn't get him out of there for whatever reason. I said he was covered up a lot, so. Uh, maybe that takes away from some of those knockout opportunities. Maybe he had some but he missed yesterday because he ended up going to the card. But uh the yeah, the fashion of two cards with one nineteen and one oh nine and a one seventeen, one eleven. Uh Pascal was really not doing a whole lot in there for me to give him anything more than a uh uh I give him an F for, for his performance. I don't care if he he uh was a tough and valiant guy in the ring and went twelve or twelve rounds with Dimitri Bivol. Uh, he did nothing. There was no indication in this fight for me that he really, really was trying to win or wanted to win. Um, just, uh, I know it's a tough, tough task when you got a guy like Dimitri Bivol, but you know you got to show a little something more than that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know about what's going forward with Pascal. Hopefully, not a whole lot more because you know he's he's in there with a lot of tough competitors, as you said. This, this uh, division's just asking for someone to take over because Kovalev was that guy in the division for so long, uh, had Andre Ward come up to the division, but just for uh, business per usual and uh, got out. Hats off to him the way he did it. Um, and it's just waiting for that next guy to come up in the light heavyweight division. You got Badu Jack moving up, uh, coming in. Stevenson, who's got to be the probably the most grumpiest of the guys in the group. Because he's having to actually face mandatories now instead of six years voluntary, <laughs> so I bet you right now Donna Stevenson feels like, man, I'm doing all the work having these two mandatories opposed to the six voluntaries that he had uh, in recent time. So the the guy who was the most happy in the division where life was so good, especially with Andre Ward coming in to take uh, Kovalev away from any kind of radar that he had. Um the Lineal champion. Putting in some work. Well
1: Yeah, you yeah, yeah re- I mean you know. Put the respect on the I mean,
0: I, I mean if you yeah, I mean, you know, if they want to call it that, I think I thought that by the Jack Beat ass, but that's, that's not me. So uh, yeah, Lineal champ, I guess. Uh it's 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 a, a stacked division, so uh, everyone's gonna get in. I think that's the whole idea of Big ball moving down is ridiculous. I could see him getting these fights that, that he's gonna need. Him moving down for any kind of bigger fight at super middleweight is just ridiculous. Like <laughs> that that is, that would that wouldn't be fair. That's what Jaime Munguia is doing right now. Because he's really yeah, that's what I was, if he does that from another yeah. Weight class.
1: Yeah, if he does that he's washing guys. And that might be what he needs oh, to do. Yeah. I mean that's, there's some oh, bigger no. fights down there. Uh yeah just go wash some guys.
0: <laughs> Man, he'd be way too big, though, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know how he'd make, be able to make that weight or what he'd look like, but yeah, he'd just be bullying dudes for sure. He'd, uh, he'd definitely be breathing down the neck for Jaime yeah bully of the year list. But, but um, yeah, uh, good thing from uh, good stuff from Bivol. Uh, just expected more. Give him a B. Um, but yeah, moving forward, the division there's definitely gonna be some stuff cracking. So um, we'll see how everything turns out, but. Uh, moving along, in other news that was uh, put out yesterday, uh, when I first seen it, I really didn't want to, I didn't really want to take second note into it or whatever, but second second guessing, I guess, and uh, checking it out for what it's worth, seemed like damage control and... Maybe something that, that we could actually be excited for instead of hearing all the hogwash news that we've had and what this news I'm talking about is Anthony Joshua informed Eddie Hearn, told Eddie Hearn to fight with Wilder happened. Now, I don't know the whole ins and outs as if I was a fly on the wall, but to go from the uh to make a stance like that from Anthony Joshua makes it seem like he I don't know. Might be tired of people asking him about Deontay Wilder. Maybe he just wants to get this fight on the road because he's hearing it everywhere he goes. Similar to the 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 likes of Floyd Mayweather hearing about Manny Pacquiao for so many years after, or when they were both coming into their own. Um, you know, Eddie Hearn. Yeah, you know, one way or another, you gotta. If it came to something like this, I think that you would have to listen to your fighter. You know, especially when you got, if you don't don't remember, not too long ago, was it the, uh, was it the, uh, was it USC that was trying to offer Andy Joshua like 200 million or dare I say 500 million? I can't remember to have like a two fight deal or something like that. Um, I think we talked about it at OTG before. It was uh, something ridiculous amount of money, but Eddie Hearn's got to be thinking about that stuff in the back of his head if, uh, if he upsets the request of one Anthony Joshua, but looking into it, Willa, I, I, I'm buying what I'm seeing, and I really hope that this is the. I mean, I I, I don't think it's uh, any kind of a, a ploy to to distract Deontay Wilder one week before his biggest fight of his career with Tyson Fury. I don't think it's something that they're just trying to uh, play any mind games about. I do think it adds a little bit of heat to the fact that this was coming out one week away from Wilder Fury. Are you buying any of this, Willer, or you see this is maybe him just trying to uh, make it seem as if he wants to fight, but just to do something to uh, put something out there for the uh, uh, for the public and the media? Uh, yeah, um,
1: I think it. You know, uh, I think like. Uh, A couple of days ago, uh, Joshua was talking about not going to the fight or whatnot, and uh, that's what we're talking about, right? You sort of lost me. Yes, sir. We're talking about Joshua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a couple of days ago, they said Joshua says he wasn't going to the fight. Um, Then I guess Eddie Hearn told him that he needs to. What what I'm seeing is what I think is going on is Joshua – doesn't want this fight. Joshua is the guy. I think Eddie Hearn wants to fight. Eddie Hearn knows the money can be made. Eddie Hearn is the guy that wants the fight to be made, and Joshua isn't the guy. You know, it's usually the opposite. You know, like when when Canelo when Canelo isn't fighting somebody, I usually think it's because he's going with his uh you know his manager. You know, with uh De La with, with De La Hoya. De La Hoya wants me to do this. This is what I'm gonna do. Uh, Not that he doesn't want to fight the guys, you know. And that's most guys. Most guys, they're not really scared of the fight. They're just going to do the business plan. But this guy, I think, is scared, man. So I don't know what to make of it. They're going to have to fight eventually. You know, I think it it would look very weak if he didn't come, watch the, you know, the two top guys. You know, he said he was going to be asleep during the fight. It was too late. You know, he'll catch it. You know, he's going to catch it the next day. I mean, you know, he's turned into more of a more 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 and more of a sucker, and I think his star is, is, is sort of uh, dying down a little bit, especially over huh. here, you know, in America. Um, I don't know how it is in the UK, but I think he, you know he he made this little push over here. People started watching him, and then you know they're noticing that he's not he's not um, fighting anybody any good, so.
0: So, Nobody on, really cares anymore. Now, uh, the, the, you're thinking that it's more of uh, Eddie Hearn making the move instead of uh, Anthony Joshua temp- uh, telling him to make the fight? Because I think that's, uh, you know, Eddie, he- Eddie Hearn could be putting the twist on it that way to make it seem like Joshua's actually, you know, being tougher than, and he wants him to make this fight happen so he can prove everybody wrong. But really it's like, hey, look, no, no, I'm saying the opposite with this money, I'm saying that.
1: Yeah no no I'm saying the opposite way I'm saying Eddie Hearn is the one that wants to fight and Joshua does not want to fight. Yeah
0: yeah I I, I got you on that I was just uh, I was just making yeah 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 I, yeah I don't husband. think he wants it. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, Eddie Hearn is yeah
1: I, you know Eddie Hearn is the guy that's sort of making the deals and all that I believe you know what I'm saying he's the one talking and I I think you know Joshua is saying yeah, could, no.
0: Be, could, because Joshua, he put his foot in his mouth before, you know, when he said, you know, send a $50 million offer and we'll have the fight. And then once that money got sent and proven uh, by Shelly Finkel when it comes to proving a fund, then he kind of had to go ghost for a while and couldn't talk to the media because he, like you know, he looked like he was full of shit when you say you ask for something to make something happen and it gets thrown at you and proven so it's not no fake news. And he just kind of went ghost and then Eddie Hearn took it from there. So... I think they got a. He's got to be real selective, or maybe Eddie Hearn. He's learned better from letting Joshua talk, like he got caught up talking last. I think so. You might be right. Um, I, I hope not, but you, you might be right on that one, man.
1: Yeah, I think it. I, maybe another uh, you know, UK. The UK brother
0: effect, maybe.
1: Yeah, it's just what UK brothers do, man. I, I'm seeing it. I'm uh, seeing it. So you know, when he says he's not going to be there. He was, You know, he really wasn't. Eddie Hearn had to tell him, come on, man, what the fuck are you doing? You're going to look even weaker than, than usual, so.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, it, it, I, I don't know. It could be one of those old tricks, man.
1: Get Wilder
0: thinking before his fight if you want to look at it that way. Like, why are they bringing this up right before he's got to face you know, the toughest task in his career up until Luis Ortiz is one that's more dangerous, if not enticing um, Fury, but um, but it's both of them. hearing
1: it. I mean, it's not just, it's not like, this. you know, it's not like this is Wilder fighting somebody that, you know, he's not fighting the, uh, what's the one guy, the one Russian guy that looks like a baby or whatever his name is that they're trying to push. Um, I think he's an American guy, but I, I don't know, this fat white guy. But he's not fighting oh, a guy like I that. that. He's, he's, fighting, right. he's fighting the second the second best heavyweight or the, he's fighting the top three heavyweight in the game. So whoever wins this one, Oh yeah. You know, it should be up to fight Joshua. So it's not just, I don't think it's mind games with Wilder because I mean, even though we're talking about Wilder, uh, Wilder Joshua, because that's what, that's what we want to see. and That's what we think we're going to see. I mean, Joshua Fury is still, uh still a fight and still can be the fight to unify the belt. So, you know, I don't think it's, it's necessary. In any mind games? I don't. I just think he right, wasn't right, gonna okay. go. Yeah, you know, I just think right, he wasn't right, gonna go because right. he's scared of both of those guys.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I just, you know, especially when it comes to Tyson Fury, don't ever, you know, forget <laughs> the fact of the that he could win this belt. And like he said, this belt don't mean shit to him. And on Joe Rogan's podcast, he said that, uh, you know, after he wins this fight, he's gonna, you know, blow back up to 300 pounds and start partying again. So, yeah, I wouldn't. I would, if I'm Eddie Hearn, I'm looking more forward to a fight with Deontay Wilder. Other than the the uh, possibility of scheduled fight be blown or a, a fight be lingered on longer than it should be with a with a guy like Tyson Fury, because he's known to not really care as much as these guys do when it comes to him succeeding, especially with with uh, uh, Anthony Joshua, he probably looks at that as easy picking. You know, he's uh, always been talking about that for so long and how joshua's a bum so um i don't know it, it, it but you are right though it does go both ways for both fighters because i mean you know it's not like uh joshua's fight gonna be you know demanded by the people who are seen as uh, the battle of the tops with him not taking anybody that's not the winner of this fight with wilder and, and fury so well i don't know we'll, we'll see how this whole thing unwinds. but i hope i really hope that they get this thing popping soon and uh and um, we can actually see this happen in 2019 because, uh, you know, Anthony Joshua, I don't follow on Twitter but, or on social media, but looking at a, a, one of his posts talking about he will be um, unified in 2019. Stay hungry. So we'll see if he's really about it, about it because, you know, he ain't pulling me as easy as he got these AJ protectors going. Um, but moving along, Moving along, it seems like any time we talk about Wilder Joshua, it just adds on to the – it adds on miles to the exhausting uh, marathon that we've been running for this thing. But um, seems like there's light at the end of the tunnel for this one now. So I thought that was uh, something I needed to get up there. Um, <clears throat> But moving along forward, um, I believe there was a, a – what did you call it, Willa? A, a, a MM gay thing? <laughs> that was uh, on on display yesterday. It sounded kind of funny because not only was it the oldest, you know, type of a rivalry um, in that sport, it seems like it's globally renowned as one of the most oldest fights that you know probably washed on in history. Um, <laughs> it was funny that Golden Boy picked it up to an Oscar De La Hoya, looking like he is on that pony at the press and all that good stuff. Uh, but for whatever reason, Willa, I thought that maybe, you know, was pay-per-view? <laughs> I thought maybe Oscar De La Hoya thought not even pocketed a good amount of coin with the names of Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz was brought up as the, I think, the third time they fought. I swear, when I heard it, I, I could have thought that they fought maybe about five times before. Um, but, Third fight picked up a fight that should have been coming to you straight out of the retirement home, and both fighters fighting for a double dose of the medication that is given weekly to them. Because man, I mean, you know, Chuck the Iceman with Dale and Tito fucking Huntington Beach bad boy Ortiz. Uh, strange that Golden Boy picked up on this, but they did, third fight, ended in about a minute <laughs> with some rather sloppy punching. And uh, I don't know, it to you, <clears throat> did it look like a devastating knockout punch? Because to me, it looked like just the old guy getting hit, hit on the right spot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. It looked like an old drunk guy getting hit in the right spot. So it didn't even, <laughs> like, it was sort of I didn't uh like I didn't like I forgot that it was happening but I saw like uh something pop up on the YouTube last night so I did I watched I watched the fight cuz it was only a minute and when I say I watched the fight I just sort of like fast forwarded to the end I started watching the beginning and then the end you know Ortiz looks like Ortiz first of all is 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 what I like to call a bitch ass nigga first of all right so, <laughs> oh,
0: yeah,
1: I don't, just, just just based off just this right here, just the only thing, what I know, I don't really know about Ortiz. I know he's sort of like, he's got, I don't know, you know, he's sort of like a bad boy. I guess that's the thing, Huntington Beach bad boy. So,
0: I yeah, really didn't follow like, him that like much. He's like an old school wrestler. So, he ain't really, he like, you yeah. know, if he's knocking dudes out, he get him on the ground type shit.
1: Right. And, 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 but I know that Chuck Liddell was that guy when, you know, when the UFC started first banging off. Uh, you know, I used to watch UFC when it first started, and it was like uh, everybody was the same weight and all that shit. That was back when I was in karate and, and right. boxing and doing all that bullshit. So I used to watch that shit, but it got real boring and it got whack. So uh, I, I, you know, I was still watching boxing, but then when Chuck Liddell came through, you know, dropping bombs on boys and uh, you know, the and, Man. Uh, yeah, it got it, it got. It got it hype again. You know, it, uh MMA was hype because you got this guy, he's just knocking boys out with that one piece. Uh and
0: with a with a weird haircut, fucking Japanese letters on his fucking tattoos on yeah, his head. And yeah.
1: This
0: weird white. Dude. Yeah, there was no denying.
1: That was when that was when you know, that was like when W C W had the uh, the NWO <laughs> and and, it, and, it, and it, yeah and it broke the wars for a couple of for a couple of years or maybe one year something like that so that's yeah. when that's when you couldn't deny that UFC was on top was on top of of the game and they and they were putting on good shows and if I'm uh, if I if I if I stand corrected, Ortiz got KO'd twice by Liddell, right? So in his prime. He knocked his ass out twice. He sees the opportunity, the guy that I think can, like, barely talk. He looks like, you know, Liddell looks like he's out of there. You know, he looks like an old drunk guy. Yeah. You know, I promise you. And it's like, and I said, yeah. And so he got out there, beat him, did, like, the bury, the burying and them thing. He barely hit him. He hit him with a good shot. When they showed the slow motion, it was a good shot, but it wasn't really,
0: it really wasn't that devastating.
1: You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that kind of set
0: up. It was just kind of fluky, dooky type
1: shit that landed. Yeah, yeah. It was. It didn't look too real. I mean, it looked real, but it didn't look like it was a a, a shot. So for him to like stand over him and do the KO thing. This is an old guy that's, that's that's fucked up. You know, you couldn't beat him in your prime. So who cares? Who cares who wins when they're old? They don't that don't count no more. So he was very proud of himself. I think that's just a whack dude. I don't know what kind of beef they have between each other. They probably they must they might have some serious beef. I don't know, but it seemed like a little bit too much for me. From a guy yeah, beating like... up a guy that can barely talk.
0: <laughs> it's like it's like uh, you know he just seen Chuck Liddell fall further and further down, and he just kept trying to get in better and better shape for that that <laughs> the rematch rematch. And uh, yeah, I I agree, man. It's it's bad. And uh, unfortunately um, for Chuck Liddell, I think he's going to go down uh, along with a lot of others in the UFC when it comes to the first, uh, the first passing for the, the first generation of fighters when it comes to CT scans and things like that because it's going to be so much worse than boxing. Uh, it's just a relatively new sport to where we don't see um, guys in the UFC who, uh, who are like Muhammad Ali was um, in his later time. Uh, Chuck Liddell is going to be back uh, when it comes to that point in time in his days because, uh, you know, I mean, the reason this was uh, uh, brought up even on a boxing podcast was because, as Will had mentioned, when uh, the UFC got lit again was because that guy Chuck Liddell, you know, uh, he was uh, kind of roughhousing the UFC like a, like a Stone Cold Steve Austin did on Monday nights because he was getting in there and he was having – you know, he wasn't having no bullshit knockouts. When he had catch dudes, he had that, that long uh that long reach on guys and was putting hands on people. So, um it, I, I thought it was from a fights fan a fight fans perspective, it was a, a globally renowned type of uh rivalry that's been been going on for I mean, I don't know how long ago it was when they had first came out talking about maybe two thousand three, two thousand two, something like that. Um but, yeah, Golden Boy ended up picking it up. Oscar De La Hoya probably got a good portion of the guys who like to compare tattoos while watching fights and um, maybe got a little bit something from it because uh, I thought that uh, it, it, it was a fight that probably should have been made. But, um, for, for, unfortunately enough for Chuck Waddell, I think that, you know, he suffered with the ways of the UFC and how they kind of really – haven't gave too much to their fighters as far as the paychecks was, and he might have just spent his money a little ridiculous. Because, you know, Chuck Liddell um, from the Chuck Liddell looked crazy out there, dog.
1: Now that I'm thinking about it, like I'm going back into my memory bank, Chuck Liddell was looking crazy out there. Like he was, like he's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like Chuck Liddell is fucked up. Like it yeah, didn't look man, like he even I... Like he was sort of like punching and like falling around sort of it was like he was sort of, you know like a person that's drunk, right? You know, you punch and then you take that extra step cuz you drunk. Oh man, that's what he was doing. He would like do a hook and then he would like sort of go like he would do a little weak hook and sort of like it was like Chuck Liddell was looking crazy.
0: You know, for him, to, for him to like I'm, do that not... yeah, that was wild. I'm not going to name the county in which it's at, but I know someone who um, was working in the sheriff's department in this county. And, you know, it it was not a secret that Chuck Waddell gets drunk as hell and drives home, but, you know, they have like at least three or four troopers follow him home. (laughs) Uh, Because I can't exactly remember where it's at, but he is from, uh, always in the area of California, in SoCal, um, I believe. But, I mean, a guy who's been known for, yeah, he's probably getting drunk for the most part of his day when, uh, I'm not saying he drinks during camp, but maybe, maybe, I don't know. But, yeah, he looked bad, and I just think that uh, UFC's time is coming, and I don't wish any bad upon it. I'm just, you know, how how much they shit on boxing. Uh, once uh, we see what some of those fighters are going to be like in uh, in their older years of age, what they can make it to. A guy like, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest MMA guy, but I know a guy like uh, Clay Guida, who is just a little weird-looking dude who's been in too many kind of dog fights with his, you know, with them little-ass gloves. Um, so, whatever, whatever. Uh, I thought that that fight should not never happened, but Tito Ortiz, I can see why Willa called him that name, because... Ortiz is probably just uh, getting in better shape, trying to get himself prepared for this fight more so than Liddell, who was probably knocking down some uh, jack on the rocks and then putting in a couple comb- combinations on the heavy bag and things like that. So probably should have never happened, but De La Hoya, good stuff, I guess. Um, no, uh, I, whatever. I, I'm not even going to get into the with, with De La Hoya. It could be so much with that guy, but I'm, I'm going to give him that pass. Um you know, a guy well, who probably is asking for a pass. I don't know if you've seen it or not because I haven't. When it comes to the new Creed movie that it just came out, what uh, when did it come out? I think Thursday, something like that. But Creed Two, um, head actor Michael B. Jordan, for those who remember, was in the news the other day for saying that he would like to get in a fight with Roy Jones, <laughs> and and uh, we all thought the man was insane for even trying to question a fight with even old-ass man Boy Jones right now, you know, against uh, Hollywood actor Michael B. Jordan. Um, it was laughable. <laughs> it was laughable. So, uh, you know, when he was on, I believe, uh, Saturday Night Live was questioned about that. And coming uh, I mean, out saying that he wants no smoke with Roy Jones, said he was just in the heat of the moment, in character, or not heat of the moment, in the moment, in character, when talking about Roy Jones, but Willis, did you hear about this? Because I was really hoping that we could somehow see a, a a circus show between Michael B. Jordan and Roy Jones. Yeah, I I, I, uh, I saw that he said that he
1: he could uh, beat him up, but um, that he was looking forward to a fight or some shit like that. I didn't uh, I didn't pay no mind. I saw. I saw Michael B. Jordan with the boxers. They were all doing the boxing thing, uh, you know, punching the bag. When uh, Danny Garcia got outpunched by uh, Santa Cruz, Leo Santa Cruz, I believe, Uh, the little guy. But during that, I believe uh, uh, B. Jordan was in there. He was the uh, he was the smallest guy. Roy Jones would beat the shit out of him. I I think that's what he he remembered. He He forgot that he's around these you know these small dudes. Uh, you know, all the times that people in the real yeah, world exactly. are real, are, are, are real, real
0: size. Well, did you hear uh, Roy Jones bring up the, this thing during the fight yesterday, during the Bevo fight? Because he brought it up during commentary. It says, Michael B. Jordan calling the old man out. <laughs> I heard they both were making. I heard. I don't know if I. I, I think I might
1: have heard that, um, and I, I didn't really pay any attention until afterwards. I think I heard Max say something about yeah, they can. They can beat you up or something like that. I remember I remember them saying something. I remember that them talking about that on the during the commentary. I, I did hear that. But I didn't really put two and two together until after the fact.
0: Yeah, no, that's no. ridiculous. So, I'm, glad, yeah. I'm glad Michael B. Jordan cleared it up, though, because, you know, Hollywood actor. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we all know Roy Jones is still down in the fight, even though he did retire. You know, I'm sure if Michael B. Jordan really wanted to smoke Roy Jones would come out with a, you know, Jones First Creed type of a YouTube pay per view for five dollars or something like that. But I was hoping it was I was hoping he would he would cut that shit out because, no, you, know, you disrespecting you 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 know you're talking about putting some respect on someone's name earlier that I forgot leading a champion I'm not sure Adonis or whatever, but a Hollywood actor no matter if you're doing a bullshit Rocky movie when it comes to the fight fighting style of it. Granted, I like the first Creed. I haven't seen the second one. Have you? Have you checked the second one out yet, Will? By chance?
1: No, no, not yet. I got to I got to go to Grinch first. Then I will hit that Creed. I'll probably catch the Creed on the uh, on the Fire Stick.
0: Okay, yeah, I was thinking the same. I was thinking the same. So we'll see how this one works out. But no, no spoilers. No spoilers. It's just saying. Um, you know, uh, even though I like the I like first Creed, it's not as bad as the uh, you know the actual uh rocky movies were when it comes to you know punches and shit like that it's just a little too much but um put some respect on Roy Jones name and I'm glad he actually he really on uh on SNL he really looked like a apologetic no smoke <laughs> no thank you no thank you so that was pretty dope um where could we go next uh you got anything else you want to uh cover up Willa before we uh Get ready to wrap this Sunday up, my man? Uh yeah, we I don't I, think we, we talked about we um,
1: it. Yeah, I don't think we talked about um <clears throat> Floyd Mayweather fighting that guy again, right? Isn't the fight back on?
0: Isn't it back on? I seen it I seen that it was back on, but then I'm just like, all right, they're playing tug of war right now, but Floyd Probably really doesn't know what's going on in negotiations right now, and it's it's said that al Haman's not a part of this, so it's really just Floyd doing the business part himself so um <laughs> if this is his way of negotiating the fight, I guess I did see that the fight with Tenshin nasukawa is back on <clears throat> and uh on the uh on the uh, instagram handle of nasukawa there was no um, there was never anything that he put out as far as, oh, thanks for the opportunity, wish we could have made the fight. There was no indication that the fight was off from his side of the story anywhere. So um, I did see that when they announced it, being back on, that they really emphasized no kicking by Sinsha Nasakawa. So essentially it's just going to be a boxing match. Floyd Mayweather, still, you know, naturally about his weight, but really trying to fight a little 125-pound fighter. What
1: a bully. Hey, man, if they're going to give you who knows how much to go over there and fight uh, uh, three-minute rounds, you know, you go ahead and get that done. No kicking, no whatever you're just doing. Like he said, he's retired now.
0: He's only interested in
1: exhibition. That's what he's going to do.
0: Put on the exhibition for the fans out there. if someone told the you, Japanese. Hey, we'll give you, we'll give you so and so money to beat up this really small guy. You would do it? I'm not gonna beat him up. This is an exhibition, man. So as long as he don't keep,
1: if as long as he don't keep it, if, if he don't try to knock me out, I'm not gonna try to knock him out. I'm just gonna give him a little work. Show, show the Japanese fans the technique, the skill, what I'm doing out here. You know. That's it. So yeah, yeah. just a quick payday. It's,
0: it's the showcase boxing around the world.
1: See, I, I got, better
0: more, to do I got it. more respect. I got more respect for this court than that. I couldn't do it, bro. I said, you know what? Thanks for the money, but you know, I'm Floyd Mayweather. I'm rich anyways. I don't need so this. But, so if they, if,
1: so they say, hey, we got ten million dollars real quick. We fly out here. Everything's paid for. You just put a little nine minute ex- exhibition in. You don't get that?
0: No, I, I can't, man. I couldn't. I couldn't look myself in the mirror. And at the end of the night, beating up why? some little small guy. What a bully that Floyd Mayweather. Anyway, he, <laughs> he's a that guy's so tiny. You know how little Floyd Mayweather is, and then for him to be towering over this little guy, willa this this guy might be somewhere around your hip if you've seen him at an event. Bullying. Yeah, you know I know. They
1: bo- yeah they're both small guys, but hey, you know were were people upset when um when the big show was. Was was bullying one two three kid back in the day? No, not <laughs> really. You know, things happen because we know it's just an exhibition, man. Ain't nothing really happening out here. You know, the guy ain't gonna go hard. Floyd ain't gonna go hard. It is what it is. They're gonna hug afterward, eat some sushi. Oh, He's gonna on. fly back to Vegas in time for <laughs> uh, for the bell to ring. For, no, 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 it's not gonna go down at a uh, on. New Year's Eve anymore, so never mind that.
0: She said they gonna go hug it out, and eat some sushi. I don't know, man. I could see Floyd really going hard on this kid and trying to make an example of a little guy. I could see Floyd really trying to knock him out. So, I mean, it's an exhibition at the end of the day, but you know, Floyd ain't trying to look like no, trying to look like no sucker now, especially after taking a, a uppercut from Conor McGregor in his fight before that. So. Um God, hey is. this guy said this guy said hey
1: Floyd better watch out though. He says quickness he said he got that quickness for Floyd. So he's gonna see. He's talking noise on the thing on on the internet. He's talking <laughs> noise on the internet. So we'll see what's up. Ah. Little dude. He might go over there and get Floyd that work. Three three oh. <laughs>
0: that's a, <clears throat> that's hilarious, man. That's hilarious. Hey, you know what? Speaking of hilarious, something we could talk about, too, putting into the Boxing Talk. Have you been, have you been keeping a, 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 a close eye or or an ear on the comedy show that's been going on with uh, Adrian Bronner and the Manny Pacquiao press conference? Because I've been watching Oh, man. Adrian Bronner's been going viral, Willa. <laughs> with some of this crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, he's a fan.
1: Yeah, I've, I've, I've been checking it out. It's been funny. It's been very entertaining. I just he just yeah, needs to get that gut down.
0: Uh, yeah, he got a little bit of pot belly right now. It looks like he's about to work hard in camp. It seems like he's uh, doubling up his his training camp, but in all actuality, probably being a little bit of fat camp for him. But uh, he uh, puts on his gram. Well, uh, this one's for the hood. So it's the Hood versus the Philippines, and I've been laughing at it the whole time. Because Adrian Broner, he could sell the hell out of the fight. Because, I mean, he's definitely getting, he's he's definitely trending to the millennials at that. Because you just see, um, on a Miami Hurricanes post, had the players talking, you know, about the GOAT, this and that. It's like everybody else is the GOAT every other day for these millennials. And then you see one of the comments from one of the team players say, on God, and them. And I don't even know who NM is. <laughs> and everybody just uh, young kids really trying to when it comes to Adrian Bronner and the crazy shit he's been saying. It's funny, talking about, you know, he hasn't went too hard on him, but you know, the, the driving part was a little hilarious, but Adrian Bronner really selling the shit out this fight. Well, I, I'm really, like, hyped to see this fight now, because it's really pissing the Pacquiao fans off, and as we all know, Manny Pacquiao fans are some of the most delusional fans in boxing.
1: Yeah. Broner has taken this, this uh this marketing term to go, so he's a viral guy now, so that's what he does. And that's his thing. Uh, you know, I think there's this guy named Queens Flip that he sorta that does the stupid, you know, he does the real stupid stuff and uh but he's a grown man doing the stupid stuff, and that's what, you know, Broner's doing the, the same type of thing. I saw him one time. He had the, he was in the plane, and he showing this old white guy. He was like, hey, get out of my pockets, man. I got 10 grand in my
0: pockets. He was trying to, you know, you are trying to be in my pockets. <laughs> he was like, I see your
1: ass. i, I see The white guy's just like, said, yeah, <laughs> the white guy's second round." I thought that was pretty funny. Broner, you know, he's a funny guy, though. So, you know, hopefully he can train. Hopefully he can win this fight. He should be able to beat this old dude. <clears throat> but he's got to throw if he don't throw, he's gonna get his ass whooped. But hey, he's selling the fight. Manny Pacquiao's being the same old, you know. He's like Tom Brady type of guy. All golly, G whiz. you know. He's
0: making, <laughs> you know.
1: He's smiling every time, you know. Then he, he, oh, he a Manny face made the joke about something. Yeah, Manny had a joke about it one time. I forgot what the joke was. Manny had one joke. Everybody sort of laughed, but that was about it. You know, we'll see.
0: If, I mean, but yeah, it's what about selling <laughs> it? About the, uh, what about the what uh, about the what about the other one that went a little viral with the Gucci belt? That was pretty funny. <laughs> Pacquiao trying to show Broner as the WBO title.
1: Yeah, I that was it. sort of to me that was sort of that was sort of corny. Though no, to me, that was a little corny because he didn't have the belt. He shouldn't have did that. But I feel that was, a, that was like it was
0: like something a wrestler would do. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's doing he's doing what he's he's supposed to do out here. He's trying to sell this fight, and uh, and I think you could hear deep down that he he understands it. But we say that every time. But you know, Broner usually may he usually looks good when he fights. You know, he doesn't he he doesn't usually come in the ring fat and looking crazy. He just doesn't throw punches at at some time, and that's all you know. That's all it is what it is. So we've got to see if he gonna throw punches. He's sorted of through. A little more punches last fight against Bargain, uh, but he's going to have to because Pacquiao's going to be coming in, in and out. And if he could throw, he can get him. So we'll see, man. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah, following. Definitely. Broner's doing an excellent job.
0: He's doing a really good job, man. and uh, I mean, he's doing a hell of a job promoting it, um, getting a lot of people, uh, getting his name out there for people who haven't really heard about it. But uh, another thing that he was in the news for involving that was, you know, um Bronner was was saying that it's not do or die for him because he already has a Hall of Fame career when it comes out to if he was to retire today. Um, you know how big the Bronner hate is out there. It's 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 a really, really big out there for A B. We know that he hates well, he's a hated fighter, but when it comes out with when it talks about already being a Hall of Famer, it, well everybody else gets a um, they feel a certain type of way and they got something to say. Um Get a lot of the boxing fans out there, and whether it's forums on Twitter or um, or on Facebook or whatever, whatever. A lot of people really laughing at the fact and golf at the, the 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 claim of Adrian Broner saying that he already is a Hall of Fame fighter at the end of the day if he was to hang it up today. But I argue that with this, Paulie Melanagi some years back was on Showtime uh, talking about his career. Being a two-time division cha- or two uh, two-weight division champion, and you know, I just got to get one more to become Hall of Fame worthy. Meaning that he would need three titles of three different weight classes to be in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Don't believe he ever got to that. I, oh, you know, I think he might have got to that, but it was it completely washed. Whatever. But fact of the matter being that Holly Malignaggi came out two years ago stating that if you get a, into that three-weight division champion then you know you're automatically Hall of Fame worthy. Maybe he said that just because he needed one more to get there, but fact of the matter is is a four-time champion in four different weight classes and looking to get another one with Manny Pacquiao as of right now. So, um, I'm not saying he isn't, but I'm saying then I think he is. That's just me personally. Um, given on what he's done for himself in the sport. We're talking about a guy with three L's who still puts up the third highest uh, eyes when it comes to being put out there. Nielsen numbers say on an average of 850 some K whenever Bronner gets – that's his views that he can average whenever he fights. And that was fights against guys like Adrian Granados, not really known. Um, you know, especially his last one with Jesse Vargas. Turned out to be a pretty interesting or entertaining fight for the whole part of it. Uh, But, Willa, we already know how it is when it comes to AP. But do you see him being in the Hall of Fame or or a Hall of Fame-worthy fighter already as of right now? I mean, he's uh, 29 years of age. I don't think he's uh, coming towards the end of his career, but he realizes that the back part of his career is more there than his early part of his career. Hall of Fame worthy uh Hall of Fame worthy uh, Adrian Broner, yes or no?
1: Uh most definitely. Um you know, it's there's it's like baseball, you know, there's numbers. You know, you get to that like like Paul said, you know, you get to what 3000 hits, you're in there. You're 500 home runs, you're in there. You know, mm-hmm. you get to 3, if you get to 3, you might be in there. If you get to 4, you know, you're in there. You know, we're talking about You know, we got the list right here. It's only 17 people. We're talking about Hearns, uh, Leonard, Sugar Ray Leonard. We're talking about Duran, Pernell Whitaker, Oscar, uh, Leo Gomez, uh, Roy Jones, Floyd, Manny, Eric Morales, uh, Jorge Arce, Mm -hmm. Nonito, uh, Manuel Marquez, Cotto, uh, Chocolatito, and Mikey Garcia. I mean, you know, those guys are Hall of Fame guys. So there's the, there's a the name that you didn't like at the end that you just put into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so remember that whenever we I talk about Mikey, those, yeah.
0: Garcia, I yeah, Mike yeah, the and he's a Hall of all Famer. Right.
1: And, all right, and you and 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 you just said that he was a Hall of Famer. So yeah. I nice. didn't say that It's only seventeen. 17- yeah, no, 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 no. You just gave the reason why Broner is a Hall of Famer, and guess what? That's the same thing for Mikey Garcia. So hey, I didn't. So I, I didn't mean,
0: Polly poly- poly- You know, I, I I didn't make that. If A equals B and Y equals A, Y equals B. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, no. I see what you're saying. I can see how someone would yeah. try to put that together. <laughs> But no, that's not <laughs> that's not how it works, right? This is Polly's deal. I'm just putting it out there for people who are laughing at Broner to comprehend. It's Polly Malinowski who said that, not me. Why don't oh, okay. you I thought you're you were pulling
1: that one? Okay, I thought you were agreeing, but yeah, hey,
0: so yeah. Hey,
1: I think he's in there. Like you said, four, you know, it's arguable, but I think he's got the number. he's got like you said, he's got the numbers. Sometimes when you got the numbers, it don't really matter. I got the numbers. Get me in. So yeah, I think he's in. Oh yeah. I don't know. All these, all these other people, I think are uh, hall of famers. Let's see. Let's see if Leo Gomez is a hall of famer. I don't know. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, he, nonetheless, he, man. Yeah, he might it's not. It's still a hell of a feat because you know um, Floyd Mayweather is a, I believe it was he a five division weight class, uh, uh, in five divisions. I think uh, Manny Pacquiao was an eight. Um, that's the uh, record right now. So, um, by one fighter and that many different weight classes, that's uh, pretty pretty ridiculous. But, you know he's up there with four. So, um, going against uh, Manny Packer, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's a fight that I know a whole lot of people were probably cringing at, like, yeah, Winston and whatever. Like, not really a fight anyone cared much about. But as me, I'm coming from my perspective, I like both fighters. So, hell yeah, I wanted to see this fight. I knew that Bronco would bring some funny jokes and all that stuff and uh, doing his best impression as a pro wrestler that he does when it comes to the press conference time. So uh, it was good, though. It was good, though. (laughs) It's uh, Adrian Broner. He's a really damn damn good talent when it comes to the end of the day because whether you love him or you hate him, you're going to watch him and uh, you want to see him either get hit some or, you know, uh, you forget that he has a, a bit of a concert before his uh, fights actually start, so you get to see what, what what song Bronner comes out to or what rapper he's with. So really, really good for the sport, Hall of Fame worthy in my opinion. That's just my opinion, not from the rules. Paulie Malignaggi kind of set for himself, but um. No, anyways, that was uh, something I wanted to touch on. For that, that was a uh, good stuff. But um, oh, one more fight that we can—I uh, think we forgot to touch on—was um. Uh, your guy, Willa, Amir Khan, looks like after five or six years of this whole dangling the fight with him and uh, Kel Brook for all these years, all but confirmed by Eddie Hearn saying that by next month they will have a official date for this fight, that I'm sure the UK fan base is Salivating over. They probably, I mean, it's a fight that they've been waiting for for a long time between their two countrymen that really had high value for it for a little while. But I guess this is the, <laughs> not necessarily, but kind of in that way, the UK's Mayweather Pacquiao fight that finally got announced. <laughs> Willa, um, I, I, it's all but confirmed by Eddie Hearn As a, I sent you the link from Sky Sports That it, uh been reported out there So I think that we can take this one for real news Finally, the fight that has been uh, You know, teased for six years Between Amir Khan and Kel Brook Known as the Chocolate Brownies man From Earl Spence Looks like it's finally going to get cracking How are you feeling about this one, man? You hyped up for it? I'm a little up there, to be honest
1: Man, I don't know I'm going to probably get there. It seems like I want to see the fight, but it's, I'm not really hype on it right now. You know, I think as it gets there, it gets a little closer, I'll be able to get built up on the hype. But as of right now, it's, it, it took so long. Both of these guys are damn near washed, you know. We're watching a bum off at this point, a point in time, you know. But since it's a grudge match, and these two guys are still big names. Amir Khan, probably still like a top five name in boxing. Um, Brooke, you know, he's washed goods, but he, he's got some skills. But, you know, in the U.K., I guess they're hype about it. Um, <clears throat> I know they were hype about it. So um, I guess like the Manny and the Floyd, they're still hype. I don't. They're not that good. So I don't see how they're still that hype about it. You know what I'm saying? Do they just want to see AmeriCon get knocked out, or do they think? Like, I don't get it. I don't really get it at this point in time. But AmeriCon's my guy. Uh, Brooke is washed. Uh, so who knows? Who knows how the fight goes at this point? Am, am I hype about it? I can't say that I am. But, you know, if once I start watching the stuff, I'm sure – I'll get into it because it is a grudge match.
0: Yep. No. No. Definitely. Definitely. Hopefully. Uh, it, hopefully, it'd be worth watching. I guess. You know, because uh, I know we gotta. It could be. You know. I mean, it could it be good for a little could. bit. They both got skills. You know, these are
1: both skillful guys. They're just washed. You know. Yeah, two no, wash guys that can
0: be fight
1: of the year. You know? uh, <laughs> two skills
0: wash guys that could be fight of the year, you know? two skills wash guys. That's funny. Oh uh, man, it, it could be and I hope I hope it will be a good fight cause, uh, you know, I never really got anything against Amir Khan every time he's in there. Um you know, you know, guys got skills coming off a first round knockout his last fight, so you know Amir Khan still has that he has that little he has that little mystique about him just because, you know, if Amir Khan had a chin, we all know, you know, if you put a Danny Garcia chin on Amir Khan, you know, he might be he might be one of the baddest men in his division, whichever so he choose. Amir Khan, had that, he has that kind of talent. But, you know, a guy with that much talent, you know, something's some got to be weak. And, unfortunately for him, we all know what it is. But, um, and Kel Brooks. You know, guys both orbital have been broke by Triple G and Earl Spence. So two weaknesses, two skills, might be a really entertaining fight, you might be right. So we'll see, man, we'll see. I'm not uh, I don't know, I think I'm a little I think I'm up there for it. I wanna see Amir Khan get knocked because it's always funny to see him uh, you know, take that take that ten second chance. But um yeah see if there's any who's delivering the chocolate brownies that night um but pretty much man i guess uh i guess that's all we gotta cover for the most part you know what we have uh the biggest fight coming up uh by next weekend that you'll be covering more so on wednesday but i'm really really hyped for that one well i can't wait for that shit to come on because uh i Pretty much we're we, we really talking about what's, what's uh, to be fight of the year, in my opinion, or uh, the best fight of the year, in my opinion, coming up this weekend. Oh, yeah, most definitely we'll discuss the big fight, um,
1: Wilder Fury out there in California, where they're saying they're having a hard time selling tickets. So uh, I suggest if you're in the area, uh, you show up there without a ticket and see what's up. the problem probably you you in. Because uh, when I'm here, they're, they're not looking too good. They'll probably
0: let you in, Staples. <laughs> hey, dog, come in here, man. We... <laughs>
1: yeah, I think they probably. I mean, they, they are pro- overpriced. That's what they did. The shit out of them, yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna go. Like definitely, I would have went if it was the same price, maybe even a little more than the Garcia Easter fight. I would have been in there, but it was like three times more. I was like, man, I can't.
0: Yeah, it was.
1: You know, that's too much
0: money. I looked into that same thing because I think uh, the last time I more. had, oh yeah, like times. it, it might have been more. Oh yeah, it might have been it was. uh the ones that I paid for last time I seen you was like two fifteen, and it was uh, or two twenty. It was like in a cool spot, maybe two forty something like that. It was a cool spot, not bad. But um, I checked that same seat, and I know that it was like I think it was over a thousand bucks. I was like, man, they they tripping for that, bro. That's, yeah, I think, I think my, my seats, seats were like crazy.
1: Was, yeah, seats where I were, I think they were around the same thing. It was something crazy, but the, I think the uh, yeah, they were. I think they were like six or seven hundred dollars. So yeah, it's like three or four times, man. So I couldn't, I couldn't do it.
0: Crazy, yeah. They, it's don't a, they can, can mess me with that. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: bad. If, it, if it was whoa, in whoa, Dallas, whoa, whoa. Or something, I would probably do it, but I ain't flying out there doing all that for that.
0: Yeah, no, definitely that shit's uh, that shit's a little extra, man. For real, though, but we got that coming up, so that'll be headlining the the preview show. And man, really can't wait for that to come on and see what we got going on. So, um, but as of, for the rest of the day, um, I think that's uh, we covered up pretty much um, everything that we need to as of right now. Um, well, uh, I know we knocked this one out a little earlier than later, so we got the rest of the day to do whatever's clever, man. I'm probably gonna. Uh, hit the gym up for a little bit, then uh, check out some of these games up that's coming on here and um, get ready for, for the grind to start back up because it's, it's been a long last four days, man.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm on the same thing, man, about to chill, eat, chill, watch these games, and uh, yeah, get ready for, for that Monday. That's it.
0: <sighs> All them, right, man.
1: Watch them Texans play.
0: No, okay, okay, okay. All right. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it today, bro. Uh, stay good. Hope everybody has a good rest of their Sunday. Um, and uh, we'll get back to it on Wednesday. So uh, speaking for myself in the San Joaquin Valley in Central California, Willa comes from the southern portion. We are the Outside Boxing Podcast, and we'll be back on Wednesday to give you the Wilder Fury 6 coming big December 1st. Outside of this boxing podcast, folks, and we out. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. I the time.